welcome back. This is Danita, your host for the Booty Bands More Than Fitness podcast. This is episode 19. It is May 2021. And today's episode is called Three Ways to Get More Consistent to Reach Your Goals. Welcome to the Booty Bands More Than Fitness podcast with me, Danita Young, where my passion is helping women step into their most powerful self by changing your mind into the right knowledge about food, your body with the right workouts that actually create results, and your life with a boost of confidence into your lifelong transformation. I absolutely love doing this, and I have helped hundreds of thousands of women, and my goal is that I can add some value and contribute into your life today. Awesome. And today we have an awesome guest. Her name is Haley Rowe. She is a marketing sales strategist and a co-founder of Power Player Marketing Services. And today she's going to be walking us through those three ways to be consistent. Welcome Haley to the podcast. Thank you. Yes, I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. So Haley, uh, dive into, tell us a little bit why you started the marketing sales strategist and the co-founder. Tell us a little bit more about you, your story, your journey. Yes. So I started in the coaching industry about 10 years ago and I originally started in health and wellness. So I was working with um, a lot of women on achieving their health and fitness goals. And one thing that bothered me, even though I had a lot of certifications, I learned, you know, I was a personal trainer, I was a nutrition specialist, I was all the things, was two things. Well, number one, I had to learn how to promote myself and market myself. And so I always had an interest in marketing and sales and learning that to benefit my business. But also what frustrated me was when I was working with clients, um, the certifications I did didn't really teach about behavioral change. And so I went out and found another certification, but actually this time was a little more holistic, a little bit more about the positive psychology of success and how do you set habits and goals and achieve them and not about what you tell your clients, but actually how do they go implement it. And that took me into, I, at the same time, I was also majoring in entrepreneurship and getting my bachelor's. Um, so once I finished that, I didn't feel fully ready to continue my own business full time. I actually worked in the business development and marketing space for some wellness startups, got a crash course in being an entrepreneur and having to figure things out. And um, eventually about three years ago, went off on my own to do the marketing and, and um marketing services for a lot of wellness brands and a lot of personal development brands. So I work with coaches, consultants, um, a lot of people in that space of trying to help people be their best selves and uh, make changes. So I love what I do. And I love that I get to help on a bigger scale, you know, by helping these professionals actually get clients and, and make their impact. Yeah, absolutely. Love, love, love all of that. And you're just absolutely giving massive value. You know, if we know anything about law of reciprocity, all that value comes back to you. So with, with due time that you just put in that value, put in that energy and that, that is really the ticket. And that's awesome that your passion and your heart is there. So thank you for jumping on today. Um, let's go, let's go right into it. So the three ways to get more consistent, this is a huge one amongst my members is they're always feeling that they're starting and they're stopping something and just finding that consistency is really the key. And I wanted to hear from you as far as what that would be. So the first one, what would be the first tip about how to stay consistent? 
Totally. Well, I think the first step is getting real and honest with yourself. And that doesn't mean beating yourself up. It doesn't mean saying I'm such a bad person because I've spent so many years doing X, Y, and Z. And it also doesn't mean saying I've always been someone who can work out for two weeks straight and then I quit. It means taking a moment and evaluating what are the current habits that I have? What um, is the first small step that it feels doable to me to start becoming more consistent in this thing. And rather than um, expecting yourself to just become very good and intense at the habit, start first with just frequency and actually doing it, whether it's imperfect or not, doesn't matter, but just start actually doing it. So example, if you've ever read the book, Tiny Habits by, uh, I think it's by Brian Fogg or something like that. He talks about how when he wanted to start flossing his teeth, he didn't just start flossing all his teeth. He started with two, two teeth a night because he knew he would do it and he knew he'd be like, that's too easy. And that's kind of where you want to start just because how often have you been telling yourself you're going to start that thing? And then if it's not perfect, you don't do it or you ignore it. So that's the first thing is just getting really real and honest with yourself about where am I currently at with this? How, can, how, how often have I been doing this habit? And what is like one small level up that will help me start moving in the right direction? Yeah. Uh, huge one. Huge, huge, huge. Love this. One thing that you brought up was this kind of perfectionist mindset that you were kind of touching in there. And I think a lot of this leads to perfectionism because you said the word always. When we're saying the word always or never, we're kind of capping ourselves out there because it's not always possible to do always or never, right? That's just a limiting belief in my way of knowing. So um, that's a good thing. to. So kind of on the same topic, the same tip, kind of going into this perfectionist mindset you're I mean you're nodding your head yes like what would you tell people if they've got this perfectionist mindset of this start stop well I think the reason why so many people think they need to hold on to the perfectionist mindset is because they think it's helping them like they think if they let that go they're just going to be it's going to be a free-for-all they're going to be failing and messing up and looking terrible to others and embarrassed about themselves and the truth is you actually want to set yourself up to feel like, what more can I do? But when you're a perfectionist, you're actually setting yourself up to be like, I gotta do so much and this is gonna be so hard and I'm feeling so tense. So I actually think um, to start to pay attention to that perfectionist mindset and address it, I would suggest, first of all, I would definitely suggest the book, um, Finish by John Acuff, because he talks about how a perfect idea in your head but never actually executed is worthless and meaningless. Something imperfect that you're just starting to do is so much more powerful. And he always talks about, um, actually he doesn't talk about this, but Brooke Castillo talks about this, B plus work. If you're a perfectionist, you have to start letting yourself kind of put out B plus work a little bit if you want to actually not just sit in analysis paralysis mode. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. All of that. So, um, something that you brought up there was the B plus work. And there's a phrase that I've always heard that perfectionist equals poverty. 
And so anytime I kind of get in my own head of this has got to be perfect, I got to do this right, I just keep that phrase in my head. Now, whatever phrase works for you, maybe you picked up something from Haley right now, jot that down. And anytime that your mind goes into that perfectionist mentality, you have a small space that you can make that quick change and really rewire your mindset to be this new version of yourself. So in that moment, say that phrase and get out of that perfectionist mindset. That's great. So thank you so much, Haley, for that. I think that can really help a lot of members that have that per perfectionist mindset. Um, let's dive into uh, number two. For sure. So let's go into number two. But before I do, I just want to say that one of the phrases that I use based on what you just said is um, the kinder I am to myself, the more successful I will be. Because again, going back to perfectionism, we're usually being mean to ourselves and we think it's going to help motivate us. But for most of us, that does not work. So I have to remind myself being kind to myself and not beating myself up actually is the best thing I can do to have momentum to keep moving forward and want to move forward. Um, so anyways, tip number two is making a realistic daily plan. So what I mean by this is most people when they want to form a new habit, they're like, okay, I am going to cut out blank food or, or whatever it is. And they're just like, and that's what I'm going to do. But they never actually look at, well, what are all the obstacles and thoughts and environments, you know, stuff like that, that I'm going to face on my way to this goal and just getting them all out on paper of why you think you can't do it, why it's going to be hard, why your spouse isn't going to support you. Um, situations you might get in that might cause you to not follow through on the habit. Getting all of that on paper will be so insightful and allow you to actually create a strategy for each of those things or a mindset shift for each of those things, or even just to be self-aware enough to know what you need to work on. And then doing the work of each week or each day, thinking about how is this going to fit into your schedule um, and, and setting clear expectations with this habit. So in other words, if you are going to commit to a new habit, how often? What are going to be the exceptions when you don't have to do this habit? What is, um, what are you tracking to know if you did this or not? And are you going to, what are you going to have to let go of or remove from your schedule or whatever to make room for this new habit if it's something that's going to add time to your day? Um, and things like that. So I think Having once you have your brain dump of all the potential obstacles and you've kind of started to think through and work through and you're not going to do it all in one day. This is going to be a whole process. But once you start to work through those and write down strategies, then you want to set up a daily thing where you check in with yourself and recommit. And so what I mean by that is the realistic plan. So for example, let's say you want to um, follow like you want to eat healthier and you want to eat less. Well, rather than just saying that, which is kind of vague. Maybe you plan in advance the day before the morning of what you're going to eat that day. Here's how much I'm going to eat. Here's what I want to eat. Here's what's realistic. And, and you're planning for your future self. And so make sure when you're doing this plan, you're not saying overnight, you're going to cold turkey, you know, become the healthiest eater in the entire world. Because then when later, when you're looking at that plan or protocol, you're going to be like, that sounds terrible. I do not want to follow that. And this is too extreme. And then you go completely all or nothing. A lot of people do. Um, so instead, writing down a realistic plan that includes a level up from where you were yesterday or who you were last month or whatever, and following that and practicing 
the, the whole point is not to, um, you know, set up this perfect plan. The whole point is actually to follow a commitment that you've set for yourself. Because I can't tell you that, that that is what builds your confidence and that's what builds trust within yourself. And for those of you who are perfectionists or find yourself doing what you call falling off the wagon or whatever, it's because you aren't keeping the commitments you make to yourself. So you first need to make a commitment to yourself that you really feel you can follow and build that trust with yourself. And then you can keep improving it and making it better and, and all of that. But you got to start keeping that promise to yourself. Yeah. And uh, this podcast is all about getting real and deep. So is there a, is a specific personal story to, from you that you had to kind of learn this that you'd like to share? Totally. So I've had so many. Um, well, first of all, I grew up a theater gal, <laughs> singing and acting and all this stuff. And I um, really didn't realize until I was in maybe middle school or high school, like, oh, I guess I need to also like exercise and take care of myself and eat healthy. Otherwise, my skin's breaking out and I, you know, was gaining weight and all the things. And so um, actually, I, that's what got me started in health and wellness. I ordered some fitness DVDs and, um, and got me into like needing to learn healthy habits. And so thankfully, I mean, I started when I was young, which is very helpful, but um, I, it was hard because I wasn't, I always identified as somebody who's like, I'm a theater person. I'm not a sports person. I like really unhealthy food. <laughs> I grew up eating this food. Uh, you know, there's peer pressure, you know, all the reasons why I couldn't do it came up for me. And I had to really work through how do you form new habits? How do you do this? Because I always thought in my brain that that just wasn't who I was. And I really had to change my identity, honestly, to be able to grow into somebody who's now, I mean, I love, I love wellness. I love exercise. I love, you know, I eat very healthy naturally. It's not even, it doesn't feel hard for me, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I want to share one too, um, as far as just, I think that's when we can all relate with each other. So maybe if we share our personal stories, the listeners right now can kind of think about something that they've been doing in their life, that they've been not having a realistic plan. Um, one is, um, you know, jumping on fad diets is what I did in a younger years for me is these like no carbohydrate diets or uh, zero fat or um, zero sugar. And I tried all of these thinking like, oh, everybody else is doing it. It's the biggest hype in the industry, right? And so I started following these, which are obviously extremely restrictive. And so when you're saying zero, zero of carbohydrates, like, right, that's keto diet. And when you're doing that, it's an unrealistic plan because what Haley's saying here is, well, what happens if you go to a family outing and that's all the food they have is there's carbohydrates in some of those food. What do you do, right? So you have to really think about the realistic setup here. And also you have to think, is this something I can sustain the rest of my entire life? Because yeah. the second you start eating it again, you're going to go back to your old ways and not really know the habits. And so really what I started to learn was instead of having these restrictive plans that said zero, any of that, what mm -hmm. I learned was instead of restricting, I started replacing and that's what I call it now in the app. And that's what all of my members know. Um, so I'm sure those that are listening, you've heard this over and over, but I say, replace, don't restrict. And really what that teaches us is just, um, 
instead of having uh, zero carbs, have carbs at the beginning part of the day, learn how to structure it, have little carbs then, and then towards the end of your night, start focusing on more salads and soups and things like that because you're going to bed. You don't need as much carbohydrates and energy when you go to bed, right? So um, I've also taught them that like, if you're trying to build your booty, have your carbohydrates on those days. And then on your upper body days, take your carbohydrates, carbohydrates out. So what that does is it puts you in a carb cycling, which takes your body out of the plateau. Your body's always trying to figure out what's next, what's next, which is just burning your um, calories even faster. And so those tips I've learned myself and has been able to have a sustainable maintenance mode through my body. And uh, it was all because I, I did a realistic plan. So thank yeah. you so much, Haley. That was really awesome. Well, I can add a, to the, a story that just came up for me as you were saying that. I used to work in um, a world that was very, like the culture was very extreme. Like they were very into a certain kind of diet and they were very into um, certain things that, that were not like, you know, that, that were extreme. And so I think when I was in that world, I felt this pressure and I was like really serious about what I was eating and like all this stuff. And honestly, cause I kind of wanted to fit in with the group and what I was, who I was working for. And so I actually, um, nowadays I have a much more relaxed approach. I've never been healthier. Like I used to get sick more often. I used to um, have more problems. And now like when I am more relaxed and I'm not as stressed and I'm doing what works for me and finding out what that is and like going on that journey with myself, I'm so much healthier. And I feel like I don't have this. The other thing is if you stress yourself out so much about what you're eating and how much, you know, all the stuff, stress isn't good for you either. So I can totally agree with you. And I love how in your app, you change, you focus on the language and how we're talking to ourselves. Because if you say, I can't have this, then of course it's going to feel bad. But if you say, I'm, I'm the kind of person who does this, or I'm, I don't eat blah, blah, blah by choice. Like that kind of stuff is more empowering. So I like, um, the way that you say replacement rather than restriction. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, great. I hope some of the listeners, like I said, I always love just if you can take one little thing from the podcast, that's it. One thing that you can just absolutely transform the rest of your life with your health. And that, that is a great one. <laughs> um, but we still have tip number three. So dive yeah. into it, Haley. Okay. So tip number three is more aligned with understanding that mistakes and failing is part of the process. It doesn't mean you have to start over. It doesn't mean that you are a failure and you're a loser. And we tend to take our thoughts or we take circumstances and we make them mean something that they don't need to mean. So the third tip is make room for mistakes. And I'll give you an example of actually something that I'm doing right now because I'm in, um, I am in a program called uh, Self-Coaching Scholars. And one of the fun exercises they have, I mean, I think it's fun, but it's not fun in the moment sometimes because you're like, Ugh, I don't want to do this, but they have this thing called the urge jar and how it works is rather than um, giving into like, like, let's say you have a feeling of boredom and you want to go eat rather than saying, okay, I don't want to feel bored. So I'm going to go eat. You have to feel the boredom and sit with the boredom and not restrict the boredom, like not resist it. You just have to be like, I'm noticing I'm feeling bored. I'm noticing I really want to go eat, et cetera. And be the observer 
And every time you do that successfully and wait at least 10 minutes before you act on an urge impulsively, you get to put a bead in your jar. And I am doing this whole urge jar thing. And you, what the, the point I'm trying to make about mistakes is even if you do follow through on an urge, um, you don't start over your jar. You still keep the beads you've already earned in the jar. <laughs> so the analogy I wanna make is anytime you're trying to set a new habit, please don't discredit all the times you did something right and, and say, I have to start over when you have one time where you do something that you didn't mean to do or want to do. Um, this is obviously my favorite one. And um, I'm obviously getting emotional on this one <laughs> because I know this one has absolutely transformed women's lives. And I'll, I'll tell you just what you just said and how this really replicates to our audience here. Um, some women think that one workout and, that they were doing, and, you know, and then all of a sudden they fell off the bandwagon. They now think that all the workouts they previously did were non-existent. They didn't do anything good. Like uh, it didn't matter anymore. You know, they fell off. So it's all, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but basically just, um, uh, help me out here. Like just, uh, all for nothing. Good for nothing. Yeah, exactly. Like you, it was all, it's all a failure now because you stopped. And what I teach women is no, what you did in those workouts is you were able to develop strength, lean muscle, and that lean muscle speeds your metabolism, that speeding your metabolism burns the fat, the, the fat and the calories. So when you're doing that to your body and allowing yourself to get stronger, you can't, you, you, there's no such thing as it was a bad workout. There's no such thing. When you work out, you boost your mood. You, you, in, you absolutely improve your longevity of your life. And those are never wasted ever. And so when women go, oh my gosh, those aren't ever wasted. And they have now this different mindset shift. And this, it goes right into allow yourself mistakes, allow yourself to fall off the bandwagon. Because I'm going to tell you, Haley and I do it too. Yeah. So this, this reality that you're putting in your head that like all these fitness people have never made a mistake and have never fallen off the bandwagon, that's absolutely not true. Right. And there's no wagon. We make that up. <laughs> it's just life. Again, sometimes it's really great and sometimes it's not. <laughs> yeah. And that goes into the perfectionist mindset again, right? You do not have to be perfect to be successful. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I love it. I, I really did get emotional there because that, that really hits me hard when I hear women feel like it was just all a, all a mistake and it's all worthless now. So please listen to this and just know that all those workouts you did for yourself, absolutely not any mistakes. We learn from those, we grow, we move on, and they are absolutely part of us that we did. And now we learn better form. We are able to strengthen and, and learn more of our muscle memory. Like it is just so amazing that you did that now just jump back into it doesn't matter your age your level your genetics your fitness level trust me trust me on this i have seen hundreds and thousands of women worldwide no matter their age fitness level or genetics completely transform their bodies so take this opportunity get that workout in even if it's 10 minutes you guys i teach you 10 minutes can absolutely go into 24 to 48 hours that you can also check out in the app but anyways Haley, tell us yes. more well, repetition, what you just said, repetition is key and it, it all counts. So I think one of the things that, um, and, and this is how our brains work too, like your brain, every time you practice something that you want to get better at, even if it is for 10 minutes, it becomes easier the next time. 
and it becomes more a part of you and, and you can rewire your brain. A lot of people think you, you know, how, the older you get, the, you know, the more harder it gets. But the truth is your brain, there's something called neuroplasticity and you can rewire your habits. Yeah. And when you do it, it only becomes an addiction because you know that you can absolutely transform and change your life. So jump into the addiction of the neuroplasticity of rewiring your mind. Cool. So Haley, if there's one thing that we didn't uh, cover that maybe you feel could give massive value, what would you close with to close the podcast? Okay. Well, I think the thing that it sounds like all of us women uh, struggle with and, and your audience based on what you mentioned is that we're just hard on ourselves sometimes. And I just want to um, let your audience know that the more you can get your brain focused on what's going well, what's right with you, why you are worth this work, why you do deserve, you know, to treat yourself well and give yourself self-care and all the things, the more you will get that momentum going. But when you are focused on the mistakes and how, you know, making it mean you're a loser and all the things and you're talking negatively about yourself, you're going to attract more of that. So I think the thing I'd leave you with is just start writing, even if you have to write down your wins for the day or pleasant (laughs) things that you did for yourself or whatever, do, do whatever you have to do to get focused on the good. And I also want to make sure that your audience um, gets my free consistency planner and it's at HaleyRowe.com slash consistency. If you just scroll down a little bit, there's a little part that says get the consistency planner. And so that will help you get started in a positive way. I will make sure to add that in the detailed description as well. So just go ahead and click below and you'll be able to get access to that. Awesome. Um, Well, Haley, thank you so much for joining. Uh, You know, this is just absolutely great, great value for anybody that's kind of stuck in those ruts and just trying to figure out how to get out. Absolutely, you can get out. Um, Know that you guys can get a free booty band when you leave us a review. So go ahead and just go leave us a review and uh, we'll be picking those out weekly. So thank you again, you guys for coming in. Uh, Check us out um, and Haley out just in the comments down below. And we look forward to seeing you guys in the next podcast. Bye, everyone. Awesome. Wrapping up, we hope that this left you with some valuable information that you can help with improving your mind, your body, and your life. Really, we're about helping you step into your best self, and that's why we do these weekly, so that we can hear from you and how it resonated. So go ahead and write us a review, and we will pick weekly giveaways on our unique booty bands to give away. So thank you guys so much for listening. It was awesome having you on. I'm very excited to leave your review. Make sure to hit subscribe so that you can get notified on any future podcasts that come out. And of course, join the community and join the app called Booty Bands and Barbells, where you'll find us in the workouts, the meal plan, and of course, all the fun challenges. I'll see you soon and I'll see you in the workouts.